Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome in, ladies and gentlemen, to another edition of the On the Pony Express podcast. I'm Billy Embody. Happy Friday. Another SMU Spring Football position preview on deck for you guys. And we move into my old position, quarterback. And now that Alex Padilla, the Iowa transfer quarterback, is in school, ready to go for spring ball, I know the quarterback room's set. The transfer portal window's closed. Tanner Mordecai moves on. It's time to jump in and preview everybody's favorite position to debate, to discuss, to criticize, to praise, and that is quarterback. Um, look, I, I think... Looking at what SMU has to accomplish with this position in the spring is very clear to me. Number one, Preston Stone coming off of that collarbone injury that required surgery and ended his season. Um, he's got to get back into the groove, you know, has taken a lot of time off of throwing, um, is in spring workouts right now. They released a video showing him leading the team, breaking them down. I think going into spring, he's your unquestioned leader at the quarterback position. He's been around the block a little bit. He played in a few games last season, did some good things, almost led a comeback against Cincinnati, was looking the part against Tulsa, and then boom, his season's over. Um, for Preston, you know, this is now his time, and I want to see him seize it, and I think he will, and I think we've seen some of that over the past, you know, really two years, um, him do that and, and start to take ownership and leadership in that room, even early on once he enrolled uh, as a true freshman, by the time fall camp rolled around and Tanner Mordecai and him were in competition, he was definitely pressing. Uh, Tanner Mordecai ultimately won out for that 2021 season, um, and the rest is history. He took the starting job for the next two seasons. This past season, we saw him enter fall camp as a challenger, somebody to push Tanner Mordecai, and he wasn't right early in fall camp, and Tanner Mordecai ended up you know, seizing the job relatively easily. Um and then as the season rolled on, Preston Stone got his opportunities to get into games in meaningful moments, did some things uh, that were positive. Um, you know, the Cincinnati near comeback comes to mind. Um, he got some action against North Texas. Uh, he threw an interception, a bad one against Lamar. Um, and, you know, the thing about him, though, is he was trending in the right way. Uh, for the most part, he even got some time against uh, against Central Florida. Let a touchdown drive late in that one, and in that loss, as that had kind of kind of gotten out of hand. Um, but the two two games that stand out to me are the Tulsa game and the Cincinnati game. He led that comeback uh, attempt against Cincinnati. It was just short of being able to to force overtime there at the end. Did some good things. Did some things you you know you want back. I believe the wind that was the game. The wind was really whipping. Um, and, and there were moments where, you know, he, he threw a receiver and it wasn't even close. There were moments where he made some, you know, key throws, some key plays, some key uh, runs, as well as that one. Um, Tulsa, kind of the same thing. You know, couldn't have started better. You know, threw for 219 yards um, in less than a half of football, uh, was hurt. Kevin Henry Jennings 
uh, came in and, and, you know, led them on that drive. I believe it finished with a field goal before the half, but you know, that game showed that after all those years of going up to Tulsa and SMU being unable to do it, obviously he didn't play the whole game, but they were looking like a team that was going to run away with it when Preston Stone was at the helm. Um, I feel like you're encouraged going into spring ball with what Preston Stone brings to the table. And that's why when it came to a quarterback and bringing in a transfer, SMU didn't really look into one of those high-profile transfers. I talked to multiple sources about this. Jake Garcia enters the transfer portal from Miami. Everybody goes, this is it. Here's a huge quarterback transfer that has ties to the program with the coaching staff that was there and that recruited him to Miami. They didn't budge. They didn't go after him. Jaden Rashada, high-profile quarterback. He gets out of his national letter of intent to Florida. Once again, checked in with sources, no interest. And there was ties there that SMU probably could have at least made some sort of play on it. But by that point, they were bringing in Alex Padilla. They had no interest in bringing in another high-profile transfer. They loved the top two guys on this roster. Now you have Alex Padilla, the Iowa quarterback, who can push Preston Stone, who can push Kevin Henry Jennings. He's played a lot of football over the course of his career. He's played in some big games, some big atmospheres. But most importantly, what Alex Padilla brings to the transfer uh, brings to the quarterback room as a transfer quarterback is he brings stability. Now you don't have a situation where you have Preston Stone who got hurt last year, and you have Kevin Henry Jennings um, who you still are grooming to be, you know, next um, and have the potential to take over for Preston Stone at some point. You don't have to look to Keldrick Luster who's going to arrive this summer and say, you've got to be ready. We just had two quarterbacks go down with injuries when Tanner Mordecai and Preston Stone went down, and we had to turn to Kevin Henry Jennings. Now, granted, Keldrick Luster has to be ready. That's the name of the game. But you have Alex Padilla, who's played in some serious football games uh, and played a lot. He's been through all sorts of different environments. He's been through different situations. He's started. He's come off the bench as a backup. He's redshirted. He has all sorts of different experiences and he's going to have two more years of eligibility left um, at SMU as the backup quarterback. He's not coming here to be the starter. He wasn't, you know, said you're granted, you're going to have opportunities to compete. But in reality, you look at this quarterback room and whether you can make an argument that Kevin Henry Jennings should have more of an opportunity to compete for the starting job. I think you look at this room and it's Preston Stone's job to lose um, without a doubt. Um, and, and we've seen that from his leadership. We've seen that from, you know, Rhett Lashley's confidence in what Preston Stone would bring to the table from the early goings. You know, when he was hired, um, he recruited Preston Stone and wanted to be his his coach. And here he is. He's back, you know, after one year already. Um and, and now has that opportunity to coach a starter in Preston Stone. Um, again, somebody that he recruited and brought in uh, to SMU. Now it's that time. Preston Stone last year uh, finished 24 of 48, uh, which is 58%, for 388 yards, two touchdowns, and interception. Also added 14 carries for 63 yards and two scores on the season. Um, that comes after um, you know redshirting in 2021, his first season on campus. 
now this makes a ton of sense uh, for him to get handed the reins. Um, he, he has been around. He's been preparing for this moment. If he can stay healthy, he looks like somebody that has the potential to be uh, the next really gr- good one to come out of SMU. You've had Shane Bouchelle. You've had Tanner Mordecai. Uh, now you have Preston Stone, who, uh, you know, SMU legacy family is all about SMU. And Parker Stone is um, a GA on staff or, a, I guess, a student assistant at this point in his career. And this is going to be a really special season with him getting to take over as a starter. If he stays healthy, uh, the trajectory for SMU is going to be high. Um, and 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 I do think that. And we talked about it uh, on the mailbag edition of the podcast. Is there going to be a drop-off? And this is where it's going to be interesting because you host uh, Louisiana Tech to open the season, a, a, a program that was not very good last year. And then you have Oklahoma, you have Prairie View A&M, and then you have TCU. How much growth can Preston Stone, as a starter, have from Louisiana Tech to Oklahoma? That's going to be the key in answering that question. Oklahoma, middle of the road, Big 12 team, did some good things uh, last year, did some not so good things, and they have a ton of questions, but they're still Oklahoma. They're still very talented. You're still going on the road to Norman uh, in a hostile environment. Preston Stone isn't somebody that necessarily panics, and I think he's equipped to handle that atmosphere. I don't think it's the atmosphere that will cause him issues. It's just a matter of, does SMU have the firepower? Do they have the ability to move its offense up and down in the field against OU's defense? You know, quite frankly, a middle-of-the-road defense, one that um, Brent Venables has brought in a lot of talent to try and get better. Um, they've run off some key players off of that defense as well. So we'll find out very early in the season if there's going to be any sort, sort of drop-off when it comes to the passing game. For SMU in 2023, Preston Stone's been around a while. You have to have some confidence in him that whether whether it's by air or by land, he's going to move the chains. He has that tendency to pick up yards with his legs. It's obviously how he got hurt against Tulsa, so he's got to be smarter about it. But he has that natural timer in his head that says, okay, it's time to take off and go. In practice, you see a lot of him extending plays and sometimes kind of overextending and getting into trouble. Well, when you're in the game and you're not being, you know, tagged um, in terms of, you know, being tackled, you can go ahead and tuck it and run rather than trying to keep a play alive in practice to throw a football down the field um, in, in a practice setting and get that extra rep. Now he's going to be able as a starter to know, okay, I've got to be smart about how I run and, and when I get down and all of those things, But at the end of the day, too, that's a part of Preston Stone's game. It's been a part of his game since high school. His uh, natural, almost a commitment to tuck it and run when there is not uh, an opening there to complete a pass is very important when you look at the offense. Because at times, if you have a quarterback that does that, sometimes it can not necessarily get choppy, but it just looks a little different. So SME is going to have a different look at quarterback in 2023 than it did when Tanner Mordecai was at the helm who did not want to throw the football or did not want to uh, run the football, but could have honestly a little bit more um, over the course of his career, a little bit better. That's going to be the X factor is honestly Preston Stone's legs and his ability to use them as well as staying healthy when he does run the football. So Preston Stone comes in, I think is your 
obvious starter. You have Kevin Henry Jennings, who did some awesome things last year in four games as he redshirted. He completed 17 of 22 passes, which 77% completion percentage for 205 yards, a touchdown, and also ran five times for eight yards. The, the, play he, the plays he had against Tulane were in complete mop-up duty. He was three for three for 30, 31 yards. But in Tulsa and in Memphis, he, he went eight of 11 for, for 91 yards and a touchdown against Tulsa. And against Memphis, he went six of eight for 83 yards and uh, added two rushes for seven yards. That game against Memphis when he came in and when Tanner Mordecai got hurt and he came in and marched him down the field 97 yards, that was when I really said, you know what, I think SMU has two really good quarterbacks on its hands. And whether you're in the camp that Kevin Henry Jennings should get more of an opportunity to really be that starter um, or you're dead set on Preston Stone, it's okay that SMU has two really, really talented quarterbacks. Um, and especially in Kevin's sense, and this dates back to his days at South Oak Cliff, he has that dog in him. He has that that uh, leadership that is just raved about. They still talk about it at, at South Oak Cliff, um, and they won just another state championship this year. They still bring up Kevin and what he did and what he brought to the table and how much he did for Sock um, in terms of building them into this now multi- uh, year uh, in a row state champion. Um, a lot of that is because of what Kevin Henry Jennings did there. So two really talented quarterbacks that are homegrown for SMU that are going to be on the roster in the spring. They'll also have Alex Padilla, uh, who's going to come in and start competing. You know, he's somebody that comes from a pro style offense. I think he wants to be a coach at some point down the road. Uh, so for him, probably getting out of that Iowa offense is probably for the best um, to really kind of, you know, give yourself a different um, a different uh, environment to learn and a different scheme to pick up. Um, you know, that's the type of thing that I think he'll need uh, when it comes to being a coach. And look, I'm trying not to write off Alex Padilla, but he, at the end of the day, he's played a lot of football. You kind of know what you're getting. You're, this is a backup quarterback at a Big Ten school uh, who had some spot duty this past year. He started a few games um, in 2021, but in 2022, he was very much the backup quarterback and then ended up playing extended time against uh, Nebraska this year. So SMU has now solidified its room. Uh, they'll have Keldrick Luster, the McKinney quarterback come in over the summer. Uh, they've got some walk-ons there on campus this spring. Um, but this is now a room that when you look at it for spring practice, you have Preston Stone. He's going to be coming back from the injury. He's going to be working himself back into uh, throwing shape and building back up that arm. Then you have Kevin Henry Jennings who enters year two on campus, which is going to be exciting to see his growth um, and what he can do. And then you have Alex Padilla, a veteran who's coming in to push, coming in, coming in to be good in the room. That's something that I, I feel like SMU, with quarterback recruiting, it just comes up a little bit more and more um, with the staff. And um, it's something they touched on when they talked about, you know, their loaded quarterback room at Miami with De'Ara King and Tyler Van Dyke and um Jake Garcia and and um, uh, there's I think one other one in there. Uh, they they really focused on how well those guys work together, and I think that's something that they really try to impress upon their guys here at SMU because now this room has legit competition. It has two guys that have played a lot, played a lot in 2022, both with good things on their resume, 
Um, but at the end of the day, this is this is a job that I expect Preston Stone to win, to take the bull by the horns, to be the team leader. Um, he's been around for a while now, and I'm looking forward to watching him in spring ball do that and uh, get that first experience as a starting quarterback and what a starter really you know should go through in terms of you know leading the team. Um, and, and he'll get that first look really in spring ball, whether Rhett Lashley names a quarterback or not. Um, I think a couple things that they really all need to work on. Um, obviously, Alex Padilla, he's going to be here learning the playbook. When it comes to Preston Stone, I think you want to probably try to find a way to work on his consistency in terms of decision-making at times. Sometimes, um, you know, he would just throw the ball down the field and hope for the best, uh, at least when he got in games. And if you go watch him in practice, he definitely extends plays, and he's very smart about throwing the football away when there's something not there. So sometimes in the games when we saw him a little bit this year, there were times when he forced it. Um, you know, he had the bad interception against Lamar. He had a couple, I think, against Cincinnati that got bailed out of in terms of um, one was a PI, I believe, down the field he got bailed out of, and then um, another one um, was was a forced throw. But um, look, I mean, that's going to happen. It's just something that he's got to just continue to work on as he gets more and more reps. So um, he also has to develop a rapport with Keyshawn Smith, the new wide receiver edition from Miami as well. So Kevin Henry Jennings, this is his time to really settle into year two, hone in on his craft and um, just keep getting better. I mean, he's somebody that has played a little bit of football, got his feet wet. He isn't phased by anything. Uh, so just continuing to pick up that offense and, and build the rapport the, with the receivers. Um, as it's probably going to be Preston Stone's show. So a lot of the work is going to be getting him ready to go for the 2023 season. So with that, guys, we want to preview the quarterbacks. We'll be back next week with another edition uh, of the On the Pony Express podcast, uh, continuing to break down all the latest on SMU. Um, we'll have another position preview to cap next week. So be sure to tune in for that. And then um, we'll be in a dead period. National Sign Day will be over. Um, all those things will be behind us. Recruiting will be behind us. And we'll kind of turn it into overdrive, previewing spring practice for SMU, which begins in March. So appreciate you guys listening. Thank you guys for subscribing to OnThePonyExpress.com. Please check us out. You can uh, get online for just $10 a month. So check that out. Tons of recruiting news and scoop um, on the site as always, as well as uh, spring previews coming up as well. Um, please hit that subscribe button to our YouTube channel as we continue the march towards 500 YouTube subscribers and beyond. So hope everybody has a great weekend. Um, enjoy the NFC and AFC championship games, and we will talk next week on another edition of the On the Pony Express podcast. I'm Billy Embody. Thanks for listening.